Hello, and welcome to AFM Ready. I'm your host, Kelly Miller, Recruitment Coordinator for the School of Accounting and Finance at the University of Waterloo. And every week, we like to focus on a new topic relating to the Accounting and Financial Management Program. Today, we'll spend the next 15 minutes talking about a greener future with our brand new Sustainability and Financial Management Program. Today on the show, we had the Deputy Director of the School of Accounting and Finance and Co-Director of the Sustainability and Financial Management Program, Blake Phillips. Blake, thanks for joining us today. Knowing this podcast is only 15 minutes long, I really want to jump right into talking about the new SFM program, which is the only program of its kind in Canada, starting with how it all came about. Why is a program like this necessary? Thanks, Kelly. So... What we're seeing in the business space is an evolution of how uh, the firm really defines success. Uh, you can think of there was you know, a very strong focus historically uh, on the financial well-being of the firm. What profit did it generate? What were the cash flows? Uh, and now we're seeing that there's a much stronger focus being placed on other factors and sort of three factors are going to in the future probably bear equal bearing of importance as far as how the firm defines success. So we have the financial factor, uh, but we also have uh, the social impacts factor and then we also have the natural systems impact and natural systems is what a lot of people think of the environment, you know, so pollution and air quality and water quality um, and, you know, genetic diversity within uh, land ecosystems, you know, you can list on and on and on. And so how is this transformation going to really come around? Because we've been hearing about it, I think, for quite a while. Um, And what we're seeing is this really significant gain of momentum into required reporting, and we'll call it required integrated reporting. And it's integrated in the sense that all three of those factors are going to need to be reported by the firm. Right now, it's not required to report your natural systems or your social system impacts. Some firms do, some firms don't. Um, And then when you do look at the reporting for the firms that elect to do it, um, it's not standardized. They're not held to any uh, rules or regulations or requirements. So you don't really know if they're telling you the whole picture. They could just be greenwashing, which is making it sound like they're being very sustainability focused, but the reality is they're not. So what we're seeing is is a gain in momentum around the requirement for integrated reporting and also standardization of uh, this integrated reporting. And so we need accountants, uh, quite frankly, to be the ones that come up with this new integrated reporting um, process. What are the standards? When do we need to report? What will be reported? Um, And so this, and and accountants have always filled that role within society. We've been the certifiers of, or the accreditors of that this information is accurate, uh, that it's material, that it reflects the, the financial reality of the firm. Well, now we're going to rely on accountants to endorse the natural systems and the social systems impacts of the firm. Now, once that reporting happens, a whole host of stakeholders will be able to look at that information, know that it's reliable, and act accordingly. Because right now, you know, if you were trying to decide between, I don't know, two microwaves, two fridges, you take your pick of pretty much any product on the market, it's pretty hard to understand what I'll call is the true cost. There's a dollar amount associated with the price when you're standing at the store or when you're shopping online, and that's very obvious. That's the financial cost of that purchase. What are the social system impacts, i.e., you know, how well is this company run? Was that 
product made with child labor? Was it made with people that are working way overtime and receiving uh, insufficient compensation? What are the natural systems costs? Was there pollution being dumped into rivers and streams? Um, how far away was it shipped? What are the what is the carbon footprint of this product? Right now, it's it's virtually impossible for the consumer to know that. And with this integrated reporting, the consumer will be able to observe that. And other so the, and then when it'll start to become recognized as a risk factor, if you've got a bad sustainability reporting, your people are not going to want to buy your product. Um, people are not other companies are not going to want to partner with you. They're not going to want to be part of your supply chain. They're not going to want to uh, be reliant on you. Um, from a finance sense, uh, once integrated reporting comes to be, uh, sustainability factors could move the stock price of a firm just as much as financial information. So. Uh, in order to understand this, you need the accounting and the finance perspective of those professionals in the financial management piece. And you need to understand sustainability because in order to understand how do I report something, well, what is it? Um, in the AFM program, as an example, we take five courses to teach the, the students how do we do financial reporting. And we can think of, well, thinking about how do I report social systems impacts, which are intangible almost by definition, maybe not. I did give you some tangible measures of, of social system impacts, but a lot of them are intangible. And then how do we measure natural system impacts? And then what does the standardized re reporting regime look like? Um, so firms need to get ready. It's coming. Um, it's, it's happening in Europe with the Biden administration in the US. It's going to be a priority. It's a very foreseeable future that this integrated reporting, standardized required integrated reporting, I should say, uh, will be foist upon firms. Um, and so it seemed, you know, just you're kind of, you think about this wave that's just starting to crest and gain momentum. We've seen the wave for, for decades. The, the sustainability and the environmental movement in the world is not new, but this integrated reporting piece is going to be transformative because it's going to make it visible and firms are going to be held accountable for their sustainability footprint. And um, once the stakeholders are informed in a reliable material way, they can act accordingly. Now, this is a joint program between the School of Accounting Finance and the Faculty of Environment. How does this particular partnership benefit students? Well, the, the, before you start jumping into a joint discipline, you have to have a solid foundation and the underlying both of the underlying disciplines and in this case it's financial management and so that's what the school of accounting and finance brings to this foundational piece and then of course you need this foundational understanding of sustainability so you need those two building blocks to then be able to comfortably integrate the two and start thinking about these really wicked problems that you know form a lot of the decision making within uh, sustainability so that's why the partnership made such sense was bringing those fundamental bonding, building blocks from uh, the School of Accounting and Finance and the and the Faculty of Environment together to give that foundation, which you really see in the SFM over the first two years. And then in the third and fourth year, you see those new SFM courses that we're creating that are reflecting that fusion of the two disciplines. Now, you mentioned something called wicked problems, which is a certain type of issue that dominates in the field of sustainable finance. Can you describe what this is and how the SFM program will prepare students to solve these types of problems? So wicked problems are, are problems that have obvious or, or immediate answer with, within discipline. Um, they're complicated, they're complex, they're multifaceted. Um, and usually it's a multidisciplinary approach that we see that have solved these types of problems in the past. 
And there's a huge amount of ambiguity surrounding these types of problems that it's not clear what the right answer is. And probably whatever answer we come up with uh, isn't going to be ideal, say, four or five years from now, or we'll learn more in, a, in six months or a year, and we'll have to constantly be pivoting and adapting. And so we've embedded that into the pedagogical approach of the SFM program using a lot of problem-based and team-based learning, which is designed to allow the students to develop critical thinking, uh, problem-solving, teamwork, uh, and trying to create diverse teams with unique perspectives so that students can understand how to leverage those those uh, unique viewpoints and perspectives in their teams to come up with uh, unique answers. Um, so that's, it's really the pedagogy of the SFM that, that allows students to develop this ability to critically think, maneuver through ambiguity, make a decision, and then constantly be looping back and thinking about, okay, how do I adapt? So that ambiguity, acceptance, adaptability, and critical thinking are embedded in the pedagogy of the program. Let's take a look at the types of courses that SFM students will be taking. Can you describe maybe one or two courses and what they'll be learning? I'll, I'll, well, for me, I come from a background where I've done both environmental sciences, um, biological sciences, and then obviously I've studied uh, in finance and, and economics and in business. Um, there's one course which I think students are going to really enjoy, which is an ecology course where you're actually going to go out and learn how to sample and how to measure uh, pollution levels or or the composition of what's in the stream water, that type of thing. So the, the, the training in the program ranges from a very fundamental ecological perspective so that you can, when you see a report come in on what is the composition of that stream water or what is the uh, pollutant flow from that factory, it don't make sense to you because you've actually gone out there and measured it. Um, so you maybe have a, on one extreme, extremely practical course like that, which is almost 100% applied, all the way to very fundamental and theoretical based courses. Um, you know, sort, sort of just, you know, how do we restructure uh, a government to more uh, effectively adapt to um, sustainability? Um, I, I heard a really cool idea the other day that um, we don't inherit the world from our ancestors. We're borrowing it from our children. Um, and so I, I, as I was sort of creating, um, we're in the process of creating SFM 101, I thought, how would our government, what, how different would our government look like if there was this philosophy that I'm using this world, which I've borrowed from my children? How would they have a voice in the government system? Or how could we more effectively reflect that voice in the government system? Or is there a governmental design that would more effectively capture the reality that the legacy that we leave as we, you know, use live in this in this ecosystem, which is the world for for our time, um, should we be you know infusing more of the future generations into our decision making? And so something highly theoretical like that might be a, a topic for one segment of a course, and then something extremely practical like stream ecology could be at the other spectrum, other end of the spectrum. Like the AFM program, students in SFM can specialize in standing out by completing one of two career specializations, corporate sustainability or government policy and financial markets. What's the difference between the two specializations and how do they lead to a professional designation? So you can think of sort of two channels by which change can happen uh, within the business space. There can sort of be an intrinsic incentive 
change within the firm where they adapt their decision making, they adapt um, their value system, they adapt how they're going to measure success to not just include financial factors, but also include financial, uh, social system and natural system impacts. And so the one uh, specialization within um, within this within the program trains students to be change makers and leaders of sustainability thinking within the firm. Uh, and then you can also think of external to the firm. There can also be uh, create uh, incentives created to embrace sustainability goals, and these could be uh, tax incentives or um, tariffs or fines or you know there's all sorts of different mechanisms that the um, government has at their disposal to create incentives. You know, right now the federal government is giving uh, rebates if you install uh, solar panels on your roof or and get an energy audit and get a more efficient furnace. So those types of, of channels you can think of as creating incentives for society to gain sustainability goals. But then you'll also have those external financial markets um, incentives. You know, if, if investors value sustainability and they have sustainability expectations, like a diverse board, both on gender and on race, um, and then by board, I mean board of directors, uh, then you'll start to see those um, happening, whether they're intrinsically motivated or whether they're extrinsically motivated uh, because the firm perceives that, hey, this is what our stakeholders want, regardless of what we value, this is what the world values and we need to respond. So the one channel, the uh, intrinsic motivation that you're working within the firm that leads to the CPA designation or can if a, if a student wants to and the external which is the government policy and financial markets uh, specialization um, leads potentially to a CFA if a student wants to pursue that designation. Certainly, if you combine career specializations with 16 months of paid on-the-job experience through co-op, students will become highly sought-after finance experts with a purpose. What are some of the job positions that students can do during co-op to get the necessary work experience needed to pursue their careers? I think the, the job opportunities in one way overlap entirely with the AFM. So students that do the SFM uh, they're doing the same fundamental uh, CPA courses that lead to the CPA designation, and they'll be trained uh, to do any of the jobs that the AFM students currently pursue, and, and likewise on the finance side. Uh, and then there's going to be a whole new spectrum of jobs that are going to open up to these students that are looking at the, you know, the infusion of sustainability thinking uh, and probably you know, the strategic process. You know, all of these things that I've just talked about, like how do we embed sustainability into the firm? How do we... Uh, measure, you know, measure, well, figure out what is material for us on a sustainability level, then how do we integrate that into our decision making? So there'll be jobs along those lines of how do we transform the firm? Because, you know, quite honestly, sustainability is, is going to become ubiquitous very soon. Um, we've seen with data analytics that even students that graduated as short a time as, say, four or five years ago, are already a little bit antiquated in their job having just graduated because they didn't we didn't have a, a, such a strong focus on data analytics at the time they went through the program and it's not a, a waterloo centric issue it was all of the accounting programs at that time data analytics was gaining so much momentum so quickly that um, the programs and and cpa canada were not able to adapt with with their competencies that they were focusing on and so that's very much what we're seeing right now with sustainability that in a lot of programs it's an elective 
Um, and then students will graduate two or three years from now and five years from now it'll be ubiquitous and pretty much everyone will need to have it um, and students will be antiquated to a degree. So in some senses, you need sustainability no matter what you're going to do and all of the accounting and finance jobs right now that we're aware of. Um, I can't remember what the statistic is. There's, it's, it's a very high number. I think it's something like 60, 70 or maybe 80 percent of the jobs that students that are currently in an undergrad program will be seeking in five years don't exist right now. Uh, and that's not to say that, oh, well, you know, some company's going to be hiring a lot more people in this space. What that means is actually that we don't even have a job description. This job is, is unknown uh, to society right now and is going to you know, sort of evolve and, and become an entity um, as these disciplines sort of mature, if you want, or the joint discipline matures. Um, so there's the, the sky's the limit really with the SFM. You've got everything in front of you that you would have if you were studying a regular business program, plus all of the sustainability options in front of you. And there's a huge talent gap right now uh, for sustainability people. You know, pro, you know, companies are saying, look, we, we can't find enough sustainably trained business professionals. And they're starting to like, we'll just take someone that has a sustainability background and try and train them in business because there's such a shortage of these professionals right now. I think one major element of the SFM that maybe we haven't touched on is no matter what the world looks like in the future, and even to the extent that, well, maybe sustainability has become so ubiquitous that the SFM, you know, it's just all business programs look like that down the road. Maybe that would be the case. But no matter what the world looks like and whatever those new jobs that I was talking about look like that we don't know now what they are, they're going to require critical thinking, problem solving, ambiguity, acceptance, the ability to work in teams, you know, if you create an ability to work in a team, think critically and solve wicked problems, um, you're always going to be in demand. Um, so from a pedagogical foundation, we're creating people that are going to be the leaders of the future with a strong lens on sustainability as we're doing it. Um, and no matter what you do in the future, whether it's in the sustainability space or not, um, that foundation of, of problem solving, wicked problem solving, ambiguity, acceptance, and, and teamwork are always going to be in demand and it's going to put you in a good position. So in a way, the SFM is, is the future uh, along sort of the sustainability front, uh, also with a strong um, infusion of data analytics, but it also makes you future ready and also future proof uh, in the sense that no matter what the future brings, uh, your skill set is going to be in demand. Thanks for listening to our AFM Ready podcast. For more information about the AFM program, you can go to our website at uwaterloo.ca slash SAF, or you can always go to our new SAF Future Students website, where you can chat with current students, read student experience blogs, watch tons of videos, plus so much more. All you need to do is click the link in the description box. Until next time.